This Bible teaching comes to you from the Apostolic Church All Nations Centre in Kennington, London. Here now is Pastor Edwin Bajomo with the Word of God. Thank you for joining us. I hope you've been blessed so far in the service, from the praise and worship to the prayer and everything we have done so far. For the benefits of our visitors, those of you joining us for the first time, in this month of November, we are continuing with the main theme of recovering the true heart of Christian ministry and service. This is a timely message and it's targeted at all Christians. Um, it's not only targeted at ministers, it's targeted at every one of us because there is a need for us to give God an acceptable and quality service. Many of you will agree with me that as a result of the pandemic, a lot of things have happened to the church of God and there is a need for us all to recover the true heart of Christian ministry and service. I just want to say this from the onset. It is a privilege and honor to serve God. We are not doing God a favor when we choose to serve him. We honor God by serving him. And we know as believers that he will reward those who diligently serve him. You know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9, the Bible says that we are fellow workers with God. Hence, we need to work together with God through our ministries and our services. And also, let me make this important point. One of the key indicators that we are serving God is by serving people around us and people in his kingdom. In addition, ministry and service forms a part of our worship. The worship of God should never be abstract or done in a vacuum. You cannot tell me that you're worshiping God by abstaining from coming together with the saints of God. You cannot tell me that you are a worshiper of God and not serving God. As a church, we are approaching a very exciting time in our spiritual journey with God because we are about to come back to in-person service. The refurbishment work will soon be completed. And the coming back to in-person service creates a great and wonderful opportunity for us to do things differently, to do God's ministry and service differently. As a church, in order for us to do things differently, to achieve great things, provide quality and impactful service to people around us, there is a need for us to recover the true heart of Christian ministry and service. And based on the previous speakers who have spoken on this subject, there are different and several ways we can recover the true heart of Christian ministry and service. One of the ways I believe that we can recover the true art for Christian ministry and services by the renewing of the spirit of our minds. And this will form the basis of my sermon today. I've titled my sermon, Be Renewed in the Spirit of Your Mind. Be Renewed in the Spirit of Your Mind. And what am I seeking to 
accomplish from this message. One is to encourage us to have the right mindsets and attitude for engaging in God's ministry and service. Two, to allow the right mindsets we need that needs to be renewed and displayed when engaging in God's ministry and service. So, if you've got your Bible, please turn with me to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20 to 24. Ephesians 4, verse 20 to 24. The Bible says, But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Verse 24, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. And may God bless the reading of his word. The key text is verse 23, Ephesians 4, 23. And I want to read it from different versions of the Bible so that we can understand better. In the NIV, it says, to be made new in the attitude of your mind. The attitude of your mind and your mindsets. In the NLT, New Living Translation, instead let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. And then in the Common English Bible, it says, instead renew the thinking in your mind by the Spirit, again, trying to see the correlation, how the Spirit can help us renew our mind, and we'll be coming to that later. And then in the Amplified Version, I like this version, it says, and be continually renewed in the Spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. And so it begs the question, what does it mean for, the, for us to renew the spirit of our mind? You see, from the text, we can conclude that the believers in Ephesus were encouraged to renew the spirit of their mind. It was Paul writing to them. And based on proper interrogation and interpretation of the text, it is necessary that Christians should renew their minds. And I will come to that later. As we plan to come back to in-person service, especially for those of us who are members of the All Nations Center, there is a need for all of us to be renewed in the spirit of our mind, that is the inner person. And if you look at that word renew in the Greek, it has two meanings. It means continuous and progressive renewal from the old state. So there is a state that needs to be continually renewed and progressively renewed. And it's important for us to note that. And in the case of what we're looking at today and in the text, it's talking about us continu continually and progressively renewing our mind. And so also the phrase itself expresses a change or transformation from the old mindset to the new mindset. And when we talk about mindset, we're talking about established frameworks that propels one to act. And so they are mindsets determine how we act. The mind is very important when it comes to human thinking, reasoning, and perception. That's why Proverbs said we should guard our hearts for everything we do flows from it.
And so, to simply put, to be renewed in the spirit of our mind means to continuously have a new mindset that is new way of thinking and doing things that are in line with the ways of God. That is to continuously have a new mindset that is new way of thinking and doing things that are in line with the ways of God. That's what it means to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. And I believe that, listen to this point. I believe that the state of our mindset would determine the quality of ministry and service we offer to God and people around us. I repeat them. The state of our mindset would determine the quality of service and ministry we offer to God and people around us. So as we move back to in-person service, the old mindset, the old ways of doing things will not be enough and acceptable for God. And so it begs the question, why do we need our minds to be renewed? And I think I've got three, and some of the points you may have heard from previous speakers. The present state of the universal church. Many of you will agree with me because of the pandemic, it has really affected the way people do church, the service they offer to God. One of them is this, the comfort zone syndrome, where Christians and believers are happy to just sit in the comfort zone. Nobody wants to be inconvenient. They just want to sit down. And, and this has permeated the church so much that especially because of the opportunity of digital online services, people can just chill out on their couch, on their bed, and watch the service. I'm not saying this is bad, but you should ask yourself, is this what God wants from us as believers in our service to him? The participator syndrome. Let others do it. I will just participate. Let others run around. Let others do the hard work. I will just participate. That's bad. The transactional syndrome, you've heard a lot about this. What's a need for me mentality? What do I stand to gain mentality? That people are not ready to engage in God's service or ministry until they know what's a need for me. I will not do anything that will not give me a financial gain. I will not render services to God because it is not giving me the right platform for people to see me. May God deliver us from such syndrome. And then non-utilization of gifts. God has blessed us with natural and spiritual gifts, but you will find that not many believers are using the gift things God has given to them to bless the body of Christ. Ask yourself, before the pandemic, you will see that there were those who were engaged in singing, in the praise team, in mission, in admin, in every various work. But as a result of the pandemic, they stopped doing these things. Even the pandemic is meant to be gone, though uh, we still have cases of COVID, but people have not come back to the ministry they were engaged in before. I pray that will not be your portion, that if you are in such a situation, I pray that you will rise up again and start to use that which God Almighty has deposited in you. Number two, God's expectation. You see, God expects 
us to renew the spirit of our mind. That's why it was written in the Bible. But more importantly, we need to renew our mind because God has prepared a great work for us. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we may walk in them. And so God has prepared works for us to do, and we need to walk in them. Brothers and sisters, the stakes are high now. And new mindsets, new way of thinking, seeing things and doing things are needed, are required. There is a need, again, I'll repeat this, to offer God acceptable and quality service. And for us to do that, we cannot use the same old ways of thinking to do it. It will not be acceptable. So we need a new mindset. And then finally, the ability to discern the perfect will of God. Especially for us ASC members who are coming into a new beautiful building. We can't do things because other churches are doing it. We need to find out what is the will of God. What does God really want us to do as a church in this next phase of service for him? That's why he says in Romans chapter 12 verse 2, do not... Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve that. You'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. It's good, pleasing, and perfect will. We want to know God's good, pleasing, and perfect will. May God help us. And so, like I stated in my objectives, I want to, I want to highlight the, the mindset that needs to be renewed and also displayed as we come back to in-person service and as we offer quality and impactful service ministry to God. One, the calling mindset. You see, the calling mindset creates a sense of purpose. The Bible encourages Encourages us to live a life worthy of our calling. This is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. All of us have been called by God. It's not only the ministers, the pastors, the elders, the deacons, the deaconesses that have been called. Each and every one of us have been called. Young people, you have God's calling upon your life to serve Him and do ministry. You see, the church has been described as a body. If you look at Ephesians 4.25, it says, For we are all part of the same body. And then Ephesians 4.16 went on to say, From him, the old body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love, as each part does its work, as each part does its work. So that means there is something for you and I to do in respect of ministry and service to God. I like what Jesus Christ said. In John chapter 4, verse 34, Jesus said, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. My desire, my passion is to do the work of him that sent me. You see, the calling mindset not only creates purpose, it also creates a sense of servanthood. Nobody wants to be a servant anymore in the body of Christ. Everybody wants position of prominence. This is what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1a. 
He says, this is how one, this is how one should regard us as servants of Christ. This is how we should be regarded, each and every one of us, as servants of the Lord. And we must be like Jesus, who lived a life of service. See what Jesus said in Mark chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And then when you look at Matthew chapter 26, he said, not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Now, the context of this um, statement by Jesus was that one of the um, two of the disciples, the mom came to Jesus and said, worship Jesus. Oh, you're a great man. We know that you came from above. But please put my son, when you get to heaven, put my son on the right, one of my son on the right and the other one on the left. And the problem with this was that they said the other disciples heard this and they were angry and they were arguing amongst themselves. Who is the greatest? Who is the greatest? And Jesus has to sit them down, a teachable moment and say, look, if you want to be great, you must be a servant. And thank God for those men, they embraced that teaching because when you, when you look at their lives, it was a life of service. It was a life of servitude. As we come back to in-person service, let's come with the mindset to serve. You know, it was JFK who said, ask not what American, America can do for you, but what you can do for America. I want to rephrase it by saying, ask not what God can do for you, but what can you do for God? That's when we come with the spirit of service. Quickly, the quality mindset also creates the stewardship, a sense of stewardship. You know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, that already went on to say, this is how one should regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. We are stewards. God has deposited a lot in us. We have these treasures in earthen vessel. And the question I have for you today is this. What are you doing with everything God has deposited in you? Are you using it to serve God? That's the question that must be answered. And, and we, 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 you see, privilege and responsibility comes with stewardship. Many people want privilege, they want responsibility, but they don't want to be good and faithful stewards. It cannot work. If truly we are good stewards, faithful stewards, we will embrace the privilege and the responsibility God has given to us. Now, moving on, the second mindset that we need to renew and we need to display is the caring mindset. We have a duty of care to one another. Like I said, the church is described as a family, as a body. Hence, we need to care for one another. Listen to what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 24. While the more honorable parts do not require special care, so God has put the body together such that the extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members, so that all members, all the members care for each other. Look at that. All the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the part suffers. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. Success is sweeter together. 
Here the Bible is pointing out that we must care for each member of the body. We have a duty of care to one another. And in the All Nations Center, we have what we call the We Care Ministry, where people go and, look and offer care. I want to say to us today that the We Care Ministry is not only for the selected few, it's for you and I, and every one of us, all the young, that we get involved in caring for one another. Young people, you're caring for one another. The men, you're caring for one another. The women, you're caring for one another. The leaders, you're caring for one another. Moving on swiftly, another mindset that we need to develop is the mindset, the come forward mindset, taking initiative. You see, this means stepping forward and making good things happen. We don't have to wait for other people to step in. We see things that are going wrong and we just walk by. No, you take the initiative. You know, talk is cheap, they say. People are ready. The easiest thing we can do is see problems. Oh, this the church needs to be doing this. The church needs to be doing that. But why don't you take the initiative to solve that problem? I pray that we will come with that mindset that, look, I'm coming forward to be counted. I'm coming forward. I'm stepping forward to take the initiative. Another mindset that we need to bring back with us and we need to start displaying is the mindset, collaboration mindset. We've heard a lot about this at the beginning of the year when we're looking at the um, seventh thing in the company of wisdom, the wisdom of collaboration. Collaboration is us working together whereby individuals work together to achieve a common purpose or an organizational goal. The church is a body, so every part needs to work together in order for us to achieve great things. I want to say this, we belong to the same team, Team Jesus. We don't have separate teams. And so when we come with the collaboration mindset, we all are working together Hallelujah, to achieve the purposes of God. And may God give us that grace in Jesus' name. And then finally, Christocentric mindset. This is where we are Christ-centered. It's not about empire building. It's not about glory seeking. We are seeking the glory of God. And that's what Paul said, that it's all about that. To the extent that he's so passionate, he said, I am ready to die for Christ. That's how passionate Apostle Paul was. It's all about Christ's glory. It's not all about it. Everything we do must bring glory to God. And so quickly, you may ask, so how do we renew our mind? Now, from the text we read, I will highlight four things that we can do to renew our mind. Number one, learn from Christ. We need to learn from Jesus Christ. In verse um, 21 of the text we read, it says, since you have learned about Jesus and I've learned the truth that comes from the truth that comes from Jesus is that Jesus had the mindset of serving the purposes of God. Number two, throw off the old nature. We need to get rid of our old ways of thinking things. You know, we need to throw away from us old mindset that does not add value to people's life. Old mindset that does not focus on the organizational goals. And then let the Holy Spirit renew our mind. Let the Holy Spirit work in us. And then we will have the mindset of Christ. And then he said, put on the new nature. The new nature is just putting on Christ. Hallelujah. And when we put on Christ, we have the mind of Christ, as the Bible stated. And so when we do all this, you may ask, what are the benefits? One, we will uphold God's will. 
I don't need to expatiate on that. I've mentioned that when we come with the right mindset, we're able to do God's will as Romans 12 verse 2 stated. We achieve more. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 to 10 says, two people are better than one for they can help each other succeed. Hallelujah. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. Hallelujah. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. I pray that we will come together. Then we can accomplish great things, great goals. Hallelujah. It was Nehemiah who said in Nehemiah 4 verse 6. So we built the wall. Hallelujah. And all the wall was joined together to his half, to half his height. For the people had the mind to work. When we have the mind to work, we accomplish great things. I think it was Ronald Reagan who said, by working together, pulling our resources and building on our strengths, we can accomplish great things. We activate each other to good works. Hebrews 4, verse 24, read verse 10 from verse 24 to 25 says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. We activate each other. We spur each other to good work. Have you been spurned into good works when you see people walking out? I have, and I pray you too will be. Finally, we add value to each other's life. It's all about the betterment of other people. It's all about the interests of other people. I want to say this. If you have a ministry and a service that is not adding value to people's life, you need to check yourself. If we are not impacting life positively, we need to check ourselves. So in conclusion, I said that to be renewed in the spirit of our mind means to, to, to continuously have new mindsets that are in line with God's ways. And then based on the state of the universal church, based on the fact that as a church, the all nations say that we're coming back to in-person service, there is a need for us to have a new mindset, new ways of thinking, new ways of doing things. And God has placed that responsibility on us. He said, be renewed. But thank God we have the Holy Spirit to help us. Thank God that we have the Bible uh, which shows us the truth about the things of Jesus that can help us. And I said that we must display the mindset we need to renew and display uh, the calling mindset, the caring mindset, the come forward mindset, the, the collaboration mindset, and the Christocentric mindset. As we have this mindset, I believe we will accomplish great things as we come together. I pray that people's life will be blessed as we come back to in-person service. I want to set a simple challenge that when we are coming back as members of the All Nation Center to the in-person service, I pray that we will come back with what? Newness of mind, the right mindsets, newness of heart, and then newness of purpose. Let us be renewed in our mind. And I want to end with this. Second Chronicles 15, 7, it says, But as for you, be strong. And do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. God will reward you. Let's not worry about if I engage in God's work and ministry and service. Well, what will I gain? God will reward you. Just be renewed in the spirit of your mind. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching. 
you just listened to Pastor Edwin Bajamo of the Apostolic Church All Nation Centre in Kennington, London. Our address is 13 Tyres Terrace, Lambeth, London, SE11 5LZ. Call us on 020-7820-9917. Find us on the web at www.apostolic-anc.org. The All Nation Centre, reaching out into the community in practical and caring ways.